Hello, hello, hello. We are back. It is episode four, season three. We are not broken. We are super excited to be back. I have two amazing people to my left and to my right. I'll let them introduce themselves. As you know, I'm Nick. And to my right, it is Jamie. You guys have heard me before. I serve on We Are Not Broken. So excited to be back. And to my left, we have a special superstar who I absolutely adore. And uh, some of you in the community might know her, but she is an amazing person, the daughter of another amazing person. Her name is Carrie, and she has um, graciously decided to volunteer her administrative time to We Are Not Broken every Tuesday. So I get to hang out with this amazing human being every Tuesday. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Carrie. Sweet Carrie. So sweet. All right. And today what we're going to be talking about is how social media affects your mental health. Ooh, it's a big topic today, right? Social media, it's everywhere. So who wants to jump in? You want to jump in, Jamie? Go ahead. Just go for it. All right. Yes. Uh, good old social media. Um, I like to speak in stories and like examples. So, um, there's one that I actually had happen quite a few years ago, like maybe like six or seven years ago. And, um, first thing I would do when I would wake up in the morning is I would check my phone. And, um, there was one particular morning I woke up and I had this long freaking message that was super negative from an individual that I used to go to high school with that like we didn't really get along. But um, either way, at the time I was also dating somebody and like woke up and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And he like rolled over since four o'clock in the morning. He's like, really? You just woke up. And so that small little thing, I didn't even actually even read the message. I just saw who it was from and that it was like a novel of, of some type of communication that was there that was there and that was enough to set me off and so the reason why I share that is because I think that even if we follow certain people on social media with good intentions we don't actually realize the impact that it has on us so imagine you wake up and the first thing that you see come across your Instagram is somebody who has your like ideal body goals mm. and you're instantly shaming yourself because your body doesn't look that way or maybe you had friends and, you know, this could actually be for younger people too, but you have friends that all happened to post on their story that they had went out to dinner and you never got an invite. Mm. Um, or let's say that it's something terrible happening in the news, like whether it's a positive or a negative post, it is impacting our mental health, whether we realize it or not. And again, even with some of the people that we follow, it could be with the best intentions but if we get caught in the disease of comparisonitis, that quickly okay. can make us deteriorate mentally and doubt ourselves, feel insecure, feel not good enough, all of the above. So I guess that's how I at least want to kick this off. You guys feel free to, to chime in. But I think, yeah. So I, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to say that a lot of... Uh... <laughs> a lot of people use social media... Um not only as a weapon right but as a place to vent and a lot of venting is done passive aggressively which i 
have fallen victim to in the past. Um, Cause most of you know that I'm a very direct person, but uh, I have been known to be passive aggressive uh, in the past and realized that about myself and realized that that passive aggressiveness could actually cause somebody to, you know, well, is that me? Is that me? Is that me? Because I've fallen victim to that too. A mm-hmm. passive aggressive post when they talking about me, no one find, well, they're probably not talking about you, but you go into that depth of darkness. Um, for me, I'm, after realizing that I was like, oh, I just have to be more direct with what I'm saying on Instagram or just don't say it at all or go to somebody's face to face and say it right. I'm a big face to face person. Um, but social media, it, it, it's become, it can be positive or it can be negative. And I remember back in, oh my goodness, the beginning of 2007, Facebook was just really coming mm-hmm. about like, and I, I learned about Facebook through my friends in England. It was a way to connect with all of the people I went to school with in England. So it was this fantastic thing, right? It was a fantastic connection avenue to people that you don't see every day, which in turn became a fantastic uh, avenue for me to connect with my family, share photographs. And then it just snowballed into this monster. I really believe it's a monster. And a lot of people can't even, you know, if I, I will tell you, if I didn't have um, a job, a nonprofit, a, a, a career, I probably would not be on social media at all. Agreed. But the fact that my family are in England is the only way that they've got to see my kids grow up. So there's the positivity in it. But without that, I would probably not be on it because you can you can fall into those traps and, and fall down that deep, dark, you know, abyss of social media. And then it does affect your mental health, mm-hmm. you know, um, waking up in the morning. And that's the first thing you do is, is check social media. We've all been there. We're all fiending for likes. Right. Right. I, I just watched, uh, <laughs> I just watched a comedy show. I won't say who, but he, he was dead on when he was talking about, you know, we used to, search for love like we would search actively for love and now we we're we're happy with likes how many likes did i get right that's all that's all an effect on mental health i believe um what do you what do you think you want to chime in you're you're a lot younger than I know, me i, was gonna say, I think gonna this say, is cool yeah age range do yeah. you mind if while we're on here if i ask how old you are i'm 22 okay so, so yeah we like, have I different decades involved grew with, up with it it was always yes, there yeah so i'd love like at a time where it wasn't just there and everyone was on it even like when I was in elementary school I was on Facebook so what's what would you say is your experience with how that plays on your mental health definitely like comparison has always been such a thing I've struggled with like because it's always been there there's always been something to compare yourself to Mm -hmm. so it's just when you're really young it's hard to like look at something and not be like oh this is like why aren't I like that like and then now that I'm older, I can kind of think about, okay, this is like their highlight reel. It's like the best moments of someone's life. You're not seeing the worst. So it's like important to remember that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to share those stories, like the more, the more stories that we share. Sorry. I keep getting pointed <laughs> to go back to the microphone because I'm kind of animated when I speak. I'm going to just pick up the microphone and sit back. The more stories that we actually share, right? The more real life stories that we share and, and if we can do this and empower everybody to do it, like we tell stories here, it, we are not broken. 
and we share those stories, but the more that we can jump on and share real stories of real stuff that goes on in your life, right? The more we can inundate that and, and perhaps change the narrative. I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's yes. a big, big goal to change that narrative, right? But if we're big, big thinkers, which uh, are big, big, you know, action takers, which I can say I am, um, and I know you two are just sitting here being a part of We Are Not Broken because you can't be a part of something this powerful and not be a big action taker. You, you know, if your goal is let's change the narrative, let's let's get the real stories out there. You know, they're not pretty, they're ugly, they're, you know, they're hard to share, but that's real life. That's real life. I, I, I know when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I just knew, you know, after the initial shock, that, okay, I, I, I have to share this. How can I ask people to share their most vulnerable parts of their life? And I'm not willing to share it. So I remember, I remember standing up and taking a picture of me in my underwear that went from my hips all the way up, up to my belly button with drains coming out of my thighs it was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. But I just knew in that moment that that's what the face of cancer looks like for me. And for any other woman that was going through that and struggling in that moment that, oh my God, like my body is not the same. My body has been chopped up, cut up, pieces have been taken away, pieces that, you know, fed your children or, 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 or you know, whatever, it, whatever that is to you. But that's what it looks like. So mm -hmm. in that aspect, for me, that really helped my mental health by sharing it because the feedback I got from it, it wasn't the feedback I was looking for as in, uh, oh, I'm such a wonderful person, I've done this. It was the feedback in, wow, that really helped me. Yeah. You know, I think that's, it's interesting, not interesting, it's cool that you brought that up because um, I just saw an article last night about like, they're saying right now that like now more than ever is when we need to change the game. Like our world is so desperate for authenticity. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's so interesting. Um, and I actually made a post about this a while ago. Like, remember like when magazine, you might not remember this, but like in magazines, like these poor celebrities were just freaking bombarded by paparazzi. And now people use their own phone to try to create their own paparazzi on mm -hmm. themselves to be able to try to look super important in the world. And, um, I guess it's, there's an app or some type of thing and it's called like be real or something like that. And the whole point is like, you'll like set a timer and then it'll like give something and it's like to catch you in real life as you're doing it, no matter what you're doing. And, and I think that, you know, and I've even found this within my coaching business, like people being like, like, I just appreciate someone who's willing to hear me and like, know it's raw. And like, thank you for being blunt and honest about what's going on in your life. And I'm like, listen, I'm a freaking human too. We all are. And so I think that it is beyond possible. And that's what I love about being a part of, we are not broken is that we are going to be able to change the game because people are now seeing these stories and they're like, holy cow, like if they can do it, I can do it too. Or, right. oh my gosh, I didn't realize that there was somebody else in this world that went through and was able to describe exactly how right. I'm feeling. And so, you know, we, we mentioned how social media will impact your mental health. And there are a lot of benefits that social media can allow for that too, because some people who maybe are in broken homes 
where, and even kids, right? That if they are growing up in a very abusive or just toxic environment, but they could actually be raised by hearing these empowering stories and get information that like prior to technology that we couldn't. So it's super cool to be able to just, even all the stories that have been shared so far of just the empowerment that comes from it and the real, like, because right when you even were describing it, I remember the day that you posted that where I was like, holy cow, excuse my language, but she is a badass. Like she's in her hospital gown with these pumps hanging from her. And she's just like, I'm about to kick cancer's butt. And that she did. And so I was inspired by her post the entire journey, not even knowing what it was like to be able to experience any of that. But now I know that if it ever happens, I need to be a warrior like Nick, right? So it it does have such a positive impact as well. And, And you know what? We also have got to be okay with Hey, I've got to take a break from social media. Mm-hmm. You got to be in a space where you're like, you're not so tied to it and you're not so, well, I got to check. I got to post today. I got to do this today. I got to do Listen, for your own sanity, because it, it, you have to have your own sanity in check. And maybe that for you is taking a break from social media. Um, and not posting on your personal page. Yeah, you might have a business page that you just have to post every day. Well, that's separate, right? Uh, because you can post and you don't have to dive in and look at anybody else's post. You can post, do what you need to do for your business and then walk away. Well, and I think that's a, a good question to ask yourself, like, you know, as far as with the impacting people's health, like it's social media is obviously an absolute addiction, right? Which is why so many of us like, like they say on average, you check your phone 60 times a day, just glancing at it, pulling up social media. So how many hours and minutes we waste? You say you're going to jump on TikTok for a minute long video and Never. three hours later, yeah. right? And so I think it's also like, hopefully this can be an accountability check to people is like, okay, if you're going to post that, what is your intention to posting that? Is it because you are seeking some form of validation Is it because you're hoping that that guy that you like that broke your heart is going (laughs) to see your Instagram story? Is it because genuinely you're like, hey, I went through something really hard and I hope that this impacts at least one person? Are you using it as your digital diary that you just want to air out to your dirty laundry to everybody? Like, what are you doing it for? It's not my place to judge. But I think that that's the other part, too, is that people just get so quick to post and quick to scroll that they're not even really aware of what they're doing. So I think recognizing that is something that's super important as a society, as we talk about changing the narrative of the way we operate in social media world. Yeah. And, and we've accepted becoming phone zombies. Oh, I mean, so reels bad. are like, reels are like what? Not even much longer than a minute, right? You could, you could literally become a phone zombie and, real after real I've, I've found myself doing it just watching even if it's like empowering stuff anyway i'm not going to say that word i've said i'm not going to say empowering <laughs> anymore. stay tuned for the stay next tuned, episode yeah. on uh, that one i am removing that from my vocabulary but even if it's stuff like because i watch a lot of diy stuff but i found myself okay i have literally gone to look for one diy thing that i want to do in my house right and i'm like i remember seeing it i've got to find it and like literally 30 minutes later, I've seen every single DIY project, not found the one that I've actually looked for, but just wasted 30 <laughs> minutes of my time. And time is so precious because you can never get it back. 
So as a, as somebody in their early twenties, what is it? Obviously you've grown up with it your whole life. So it, what is the, the thing as far as mental health it, for your age category? Um, you know, how that affects your, your genre of people. I don't know if, know if the genre is the right word, but your demographic is what I'm looking for. That's the word I was looking for. Your demographic of people. Yeah. What's your main goal for when you use your social media? I try to always like check in as much as I can with myself and be like, okay, why am I posting this? Am I posting this for me? Am I posting this for other people? Because if it's for other people, I don't want to post it. And are you just a rare gem out of people your age? Or do you feel like there's quite a few people your age that do that? Well, you should meet her parents because they're just fantastic okay. people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just a gem anyways. Yeah. So yes, that's why I asked. Thank ask. you. <laughs> but having, having that internal that internal check, right? Knowing that that is such a, a powerful thing is to have that internal check. Hey, wait a minute. Why am I doing, what is my reason? Exactly. If everybody did that, if everybody had that internal I don't check, think everybody's no, they it. don't. No, not everybody has the Thank same, the same <laughs> morality, the same values, goals, you know, it, which we're all different. We're all created differently. However, I think at a certain point, you know, we've got to be like, wow, is that really going to tear somebody down? Is that post going to cause harm, pain? devalue in another human being and if you're all right with that then maybe maybe there's some things that you need to work out in your own life that you're struggling with to to make you see hey this is not right or have a friend in your life or a mentor in your life to say hey listen that's not right do we have those mentors do we have right. those people in our life right Oh, that could be a whole podcast for another day too. Um, I do actually have another question for you then on that. Um, so since growing up with always having just the access of everything digitally, what is it like when your phone isn't around you? And again, now we clearly know that you have absolute amazing parents, which are why you're so amazing. Mm -hmm. But like, do you feel like you feel you're missing something if your phone isn't 100%. in your hand? Yeah. I like take it everywhere. If I don't have it, I'm like, I don't even like, I've always had GPS, like getting places even. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get any. So to literally like go with phone. your parents to the grocery store, you have to take your phone with you? Oh, 100%. What are you doing on your phone the whole time? Oh, it'll be in my pocket. I just, you just have to. What if I there? get lost? <laughs> it, it was so <laughs> funny you say that. Like, it's so funny you say that because I remember coming to this country, there was no smartphones. Like there was a phone that was attached to a wall with a big old long cord that yes. maybe you could pull it to the next room. Yes. Uh, however, we used to have to pull out a map. <laughs> I remember pulling out a map and driving from upstate New York with a map to Fort Dix, New Jersey, brand new in the country, but had a map and, and finding my way there. I mean, the I think the intelligence it takes, the brain, like you have to stimulate your brain to do that, right? So I think there's another aspect of this phone and the phone zombie because everything is right there. Well, it, yeah, and I think that that's why it's also hard. Like, oh, well, hey, since I have my GPS up, let me just check these notifications to see if somebody oh, likes my always. Facebook status. Yeah, here's another thing. I 
could remember every single person's phone number because I had to. I there still remember no everybody's home phones growing up now. Yes. But if you ask me anybody's cell phone number, right. I, if you ask me yours, I wouldn't be able to tell you yours. Even but though I, you call them and text I them every single I remember my friends day. from third grade. Yes. I remember their home phone numbers. It's and, and and think about what that is doing not only to your mental health but to to the your brain. We need to stimulate in in order to keep something active. It has to be stimulated, right? If you don't go to the gym and you sit at home, guess what's going to happen? Your muscles are not going to be developed, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to have the the correct range of motion that you need to be productive in society. It's the same with the brain. Well, and that's everything too is on how social media impacts our health. Let's even throw out positive or negatively on what we're seeing, whether we're comparing or we're being empowered by it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that like we have that in our beds while we're like scrolling and not going to sleep right away and like the screen time, like how it doesn't even allow you to properly get the sleep. So now you're, it's affecting your mental health because it's affecting your physical health. And now you're tired and you're groggy and you can't focus. So it does impact far more of our health than what we truly give attention to, I think. It does. So I I would say in conclusion of this podcast, what are you giving your attention to as far Mm -hmm. as social media? What are you sharing? Are you oversharing? What are you, what is your message? Are you attacking? Are you uplifting? Are you being passive aggressive? Just Are you avoiding reality so you can just scroll and live in the highlight reels of life? Here's a challenge. I challenge everybody that listens to this. Take out your phone, right? Put it in a different- Throw it out the window. Yeah. yeah. Put it in a different place where you know you're not going to pick it up for 24 hours and see what you're going to do for 24 hours. Just a 24 hour, you get up in the morning, take your phone, let everybody know you're off your phone- Put it somewhere else and go about your business, go about your life for 24 hours. I'd be interested to see the comments on this podcast or what yes. that looked like. Please, Please comment, comment and share. Like, give it a try. And even if you fail, be honest with us and say, I only made it an hour and a half. But yes, comment and let us know how this goes for you. Find an accountability buddy. Yeah. Just stay off your phone for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> It's been great. I have loved visiting here with my two amazing uh, friends, Jamie and Carrie, and we'll be back with episode five soon. Take care, everybody.